I V M. Hello and welcome to another episode of IVM Likes. Uh, this is me Abbas here. I'm hosting this show for the first time. Producer so, Abbas. Yes, producer Abbas. <laughs> oh my god, is that your name? Yeah, That's he's we, been knighted. We, <laughs> we now uh, say the designation before the name. Yeah, so we, it's, we start with titles. It's oh, wow. uh, producer Abbas. Unemployed me. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, guys. <laughs> Unemployed <laughs> slash host of Made in India, yeah. May Thomas. Oh, it's just freelance. I like freelance. Freelance cool. sounds good. That, yeah, that sounds cool. That, that, that sounds like <laughs> that sounds like a prostitute or something. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with freelancing? That's mean. <laughs> I was going to say that sounds like something like a comic strip would be based on like freelancer me. Oh, I would yeah. like a comic about me freelancer me. Yes, and production head Charan. The panel will all be just like, "Hey, can you please pay me? <laughs> yeah. Please pay me. I sent you the invoice a month ago." <laughs> That's so true. That's my life. I, I have been totally hijacked in my <laughs> sorry, first hosting sorry. gig, but uh, I would let that go. This is your first hosting gig. Oh, IBM likes yes. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hosted I'm other things, shocked. including bacteria. <laughs> never mind. You produce this show and you've never I hosted do. it. No, I haven't. I'm oh. modest that way. <laughs> uh, production head Sharanya is with us on Hi this guys. episode. Waving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do we do on this show? Is we give recommendations and uh, then we talk about some pop culture stuff, which is what we're going to do today. We hmm. have uh, recommendations from me, who's going to recommend recommendations specifically of stuff we like. We Hence like the yes. name of the show. Yes. Clear enough. IVM yeah. likes. All right. So <laughs> let's start with the recommendations. Let's start with me. What do you have to recommend? Hey, this so week? Uh, today I'm recommending a book. All right. And I was in Kerala for two weeks in my hometown, Tiruvalla. And while I was there. There was some kind of big book mart sale at a bookstore which still exists mm, yeah. uh, called I think DK Books or DM Books or DN Books or something like that. <laughs> but one of this, yeah. yeah, but it's a bookstore. Yeah. And I think the only one. And I was roaming around and you know, it's been a really long time since so I've gone to a bookstore and just roamed mm. around and flipped through the books and I always have this thing that I must read the first page. Uh-huh. And then I found a book by uh, someone from my childhood I read, not considerably, but I've read some of his books. Uh, Ruskin Bond and it's his book called Friends in Small Places and he basically is it's a compilation like a short stories of all like different kinds of people that he's met all across his life because I think he's very he's a keen observer and I think the people in his life very much influenced all the stories that he wrote and I haven't read that much of Ruskin Bond I've read uh, I think the first book I read was A Room on the Roof and A Night at Dioli those are the two books I remember reading when I was younger and it's strange because I have a Ruskin Bond story, which is that I got, a, when I was on Radio 1, uh-huh. I got a, a lot of PR people used to keep in touch with me a lot. And someone from Penguin, who published uh, Ruskin Bond's books, had got in touch with me to say that he'd released a new book called Maharani. Mm. It's like right, in yeah, 2000. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I read that book, yeah. About 2012 sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I thought, this is awesome, like Ruskin Bond. And I said, well, I'd love to talk about his book, but I need to interview him. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we're not sure. He's not traveling. He's in Masuri. Like it's, you know, they were very much, yeah. his connectivity is really low. 10,000 excuses. But I was like, make it happen. <laughs> and I interviewed Ruskin Bond. Nice. And it was amazing. And he's like the really sweet uncle you yeah. wish you yeah. had. Every interview he's done he sounds like a like 
really I don't understand this interview process but I okay mm. I talked to you about myself. Yeah, and yeah. he's so endearing and you know what I have been reading a lot of serious books lately mm-hmm. so Ruskin Bond was this this really light read. It's so You know when you read the, the you always wonder what the point of the story is but with Ruskin Bond you it's one of those things where it isn't about anything it's just right. about yeah. people and what they bring to you and it could be anything it could be a guy who used to serve him chai yeah. every day it's less about the story and more how he writes it and yeah, like yeah. how he's yeah. like waving this like Fully, you can yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. exactly the setting, which is great. And it's really random about this guy who used to walk up and down a tunnel, mm-hmm. uh, a train tunnel, to make sure that there was nothing there that would mm-hmm. be unsafe for a train going through. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Then a little boy comes and helps him out, and mm-hmm. then that was the story. So basically, it's just about this guy, and it, nothing really happens yeah, yeah. except for maybe a tiger in between. But then the tiger <laughs> gets shooed away, and that's the end of the story. They shoot the tiger away from the tunnel, and just basic life things yeah. that happen to normal people. But one of the most beautiful stories in this book, which is where I felt like I really got to know Ruskin Bonner, which is actually why I'm recommending this book, besides the fact that it's a brilliant book, and I think that we should just read more Ruskin Bond. Is there's a lovely story about where he talks about his dad, mm-hmm. and I think I genuinely didn't realize how little I actually knew about his life and how he ended up here, and about his mother and father and. and his own family and there's some beautiful stories and one of the the stories in here actually has a letter that his father wrote him mm-hmm. and where you actually see where he's got you know the writing style from and right. so it's really beautiful i think one of the stories that i definitely would recommend even from this book would be uh the story about his dad awesome. which is really nice so yeah ruskin bond the book is called friends in small places yeah. nice in 2011 i attended the jaipur literature festival yeah. and i was uh, at the ruskin bond uh, oh, really? talk and it was it was in early morning around 9:30 10 yeah. so that particular day the schools had made pro- it was a weekday so the schools yeah. had made provisions that they'll skip the morning uh, periods and they'll bring all the kids nice to attend idea. the class and i i don't think i've ever seen school children be so rapt in attention listening That's to someone awesome. yeah. and uh, he i mean coincidentally also narrated a tiger related story at that <laughs> oh did he <laughs> yeah he did and it was it was really good and he also signed my book so yes oh. <laughs> but he's great and i genuinely i think uh you know right now we're so busy all the time right. don't have time i never barely ever get time to read but this book is such a light read it's not not stressful at all and it's one of those ones that i just genuinely recommend for anyone who's just busy in life and wants right. to read something yeah. pretty and sweet and yeah. light uh yeah. read ruskin bond so you know how ruskin bond stories are always like about nothing yeah uh, but the movie that got adapted from the which is like really murderous when i watched that the first time the saath khun maap saath khun maap i was yeah. like this does not sound like ruskin bond like was at he all. having an off day did somebody else write this it's like when you read um, Uh, Roald Dahl's adult yeah, stories yeah, just yeah. super super yeah, violent yeah, yeah. and just like super crooked yeah it's always like it's what about- is happening in this person's brain it's interesting But this book is really nice and sweet. <laughs> it's very sweet. Uh, what's no it called models. again? It's called Ruskin Bond: Friends in Small Places. Friends in Small Places. All right. So that was the book recommendation from me. Yeah. I will go next. I am okay. recommending a movie. It's a documentary called Wiener. Not what you're thinking. It's about <laughs> this politician called Anthony Wiener. First guess. First guess. <laughs> 
So Wiener is a film about the politician Anthony Wiener about uh, in 2011 2012 he was seen as this as the next big democratic politician uh, to break on the scene and he had everything going for him he, he had some really fiery speeches that were going viral on YouTube he was doing really well in the polls and everything he is married uh, or was married rather to Huma Abedin and Huma Abedin is seen as the right hand of Hillary Clinton and so much so that Hillary Clinton is on record saying if I had another daughter apart from Chelsea I'd consider that to be Huma right so he had mm-hmm. everything going for him that was until in 2012 mm-hmm. he accidentally okay. posted a picture of his uh, <laughs> of his weirder mm-hmm. of his crotch on Twitter yeah and he didn't name so unfortunately I know exactly right <laughs> I know and it went viral and he had to resign from the post that he was uh, holding at that point but in 2013 he ran uh, for the post of mayor of new york city uh, which was seen as his comeback gig that mm-hmm. this is the point where anthony wiener will finally come back and that's when the documentarians were given access to basically shoot his comeback story of okay. how it's going to be a success story for him to come back only glitch was that while he was running for the mayoral position another set of erotic texts or uh, sexting scandal broke out and that's when the documentarian totally pounced on this accessibility that he had to anthony weiner where he was like instead of writing a success story i now actually have uh, the opportunity to mm-hmm. actually yeah. see how it goes and i remember that was so unlucky man <laughs> so unlucky and i remember a washington dc insider saying that uh, washington politics is more close to the tv show veep than it is to house of cards which I'm is sure. that politicians are mostly clueless all the time it's a comedy of errors happening most of the time and this movie this documentary is testament to that because there are some really oh. hilarious moments that happen where anthony weiner goes on a tv on on a news channel to defend himself and on the way back he's watching his own clip on the phone and he's like i shouldn't have said that i shouldn't have said that and then he's watching the same clip at night on tv and his wife walks in and he's laughing at himself and his wife just goes why are you laughing at that it's not funny and she walks out and uh, there's a point in the movie where uh, this woman who he's supposedly involved with so she's taking advantage and you know yeah. uh, making as much of it yeah. as she can mm-hmm. so there's this point where she comes to confront him in front of his office and anthony weiner is somewhere else at an event and his uh, personal security guard comes and tells him something uh, which is that she's outside she's the office how right. do we deal with the situation and the documentary filmmakers uh, kind of corner the security guard like what did you tell him what did you tell him what's what's happening and then the security guard lo- looks at him and he's, and he's like uh, pineapple is at the office and then he goes uh, shit pineapple was the code word for her i shouldn't have told you that <laughs> you know so it's it's moments like those wow. <laughs> which are so funny um so the the entire movie is like that uh it's kind of funny but it's also kind of gives you a very inside look of how washington politics actually goes down mm. uh the movie uh, covers the 2013 14 election mm. uh so that's where it ends but uh, unfortunately or fortunately or however you want to put it uh, one of anthony weiner's uh, emails while they were being investigated also led to the hillary clinton emails Correct. which yeah. which yeah. brought her downfall yeah. in the 2016 election he didn't election. win either right the, the he didn't win yeah. either yeah i so. think there's a uh, re-election now november is the new mayor of i guess uh, yeah because earlier on i think uh, uh, they were looking f- i this is like, of course because i'm only getting pop culture news is yeah. that uh, people were, were voting for cynthia nixon to stand for the mayor of Ile- okay she is plays miranda yeah. in sex and the city yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm like uh, <laughs> guys do you never learn 
don't make entertainers <laughs> politicians I but know. i don't think she's actually standing but can, that election is now can i say one thing about documentaries right honestly i know i know a couple of my friends who are like documentary filmmakers and honestly right place right time yeah, yeah. genuinely right place right time and you never know what you could get honestly though i feel like anthony weiner just it was really unlucky because it's not that big a scandal you know people have tweeted yeah. far worse stuff mm. and been involved in far worse sexual like i don't know scandals, scandals yeah. and yeah. had got away with it mm, that's true i think it just like there was a lot of focus on him at the time and i think he i think maybe he also took it too he should not have taken it that uh, like seriously for a second i thought he should have taken it that angle <laughs> <laughs> the photo yes So yeah, Wiener uh, is is the movie. It's a very funny movie. It's about uh, around uh, an hour and a half long. It's mm-hmm. on Netflix, so check it out. Uh, that's my recommendation. And finally, closing mm-hmm. off the re- recommendation round is Sharanya. What do you have to recommend? I have us? a YouTube channel today. Right. Uh, I mean, I was gonna do my usual TV show, but uh, it's been a tough week, guys. I haven't finished <laughs> watching anything. I'm just watching Thirty Rock again. Um, so I'm recommending a YouTube channel today called. Crash Course. Okay. Um, it's a fairly popular channel. So a couple of years ago, I realized that I have completely forgotten anything I learned in school. Oh. Right? Because I would do those crosswords and I would not remember any names of rivers right. or uh, you know what is the island beyond something. I was like, oh my god, what happened to my geography? I know nothing anymore. Yeah. So um, I try to like go to Wikipedia and try and read, but it's difficult to study again yeah. because I find it really difficult to absorb mm. that kind of uh, information anymore. So I started looking through Reddit to see what can I where can I learn that doesn't feel too heavy and too serious, and that's how I found Crash Course. So it is um, made by John Green and Hank Green, the brothers. Oh, okay. yeah, John yeah, Green yeah, wrote yeah. Fault in Our yeah. Stars, yeah, yeah, etc. Yeah. So Crash Course is is a really nice ten to fifteen minute um, introduction to a subject, and okay. like say for example, if they pick world history, there are forty videos, but they're all ten minutes each, mm-hmm. and they are really really fun. Like they're animated almost all the time, except like like the set is animated and then John Green is explaining. Right. Um, huh. Okay, this is what this is like bubbles, and they really take care of that like attention span problem because it is difficult to pay attention to all these names, and I can't mm. remember anything because it literally every time somebody mentions like um, the name of a mountain range, I'm like, wait, I, where do I remember this? For this is mm. from? Then I got to Google it separately. Mm. So all of that I don't have to do with crash course because within one video at least I've got remembered the basics of everything. Right. I know it is it is a shortcut, but that is what a crash course is. But um, what I really like about crash course is that they have a literature um, playlist which is so interesting because he explains um, Shakespeare's iambic pentameter and uh, what is uh, what uh, J D Salinger does with writing and why this voice is used. What is what right. does this invent? And in really fun ten minute animated tuck 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 tuck. Mm-hmm. Really fun That's videos, so cool. yeah. which I really enjoy watching. Um, and because of Crash Course, I started watching um, Vlog Brothers, which is okay. something that the brothers run as a separate channel. Where so they basically have like a big age difference between them. So as kids, they were never friends. Mm. And he's a writer. John Green is a writer. Hank Green is a professor uh, of like uh, chemistry and all of that stuff. So he. Um, Basically, humanities and science. Right. Yeah. And so they were they never really got along as children because there was like a really big age gap. So um, now, as adults, they are trying to connect as brothers, and they live in separate parts of the world. They are both married, have children. So every Tuesday and Thursday, they make a three-minute video for each other, oh. expressing things that they are thinking about or in life. Obviously, it becomes serious stuff. It becomes funny stuff. It's like mm. this week I'm obsessed with Pokemon. It mm. becomes I've been thinking about. 
what is it that i want to teach my children mm. uh, and just like personal wow. uh, stories Spend for each other family but also really like open to talking about let's talk about this let's talk about philosophy uh, the crash course on philosophy by the way is amazing okay. oh, explaining okay. different kinds where it comes from uh, what it means in current situations really nice super educational but fun <laughs> The so Crash Course is the YouTube channel they mm-hmm. have for um, educational and fun learning, and uh, the one that they do personal videos. It's called Vlog Brothers. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that kind of rounds up our mm-hmm. recommendation. The, what was the book that you recommended me? So Ruskin Bonds, Friends in Small Places. Right, and uh, the movie I recommended was Wiener. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was our recommendation round. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with our discussion round where we'll briefly discuss how various professions are portrayed on TV shows. So see you on the other side of this break. And welcome back to IVM Likes. Uh, this is our discussion round, and today we're discussing how various professions are portrayed in television shows, and do they do justice to those professions? And have there been instances where you've seen a profession being played on a TV show, and you were like, "Yes, I want to do that for the rest of my life." So, guys, enlighten me. I think what? Abbas has a story about this because he seemed very specific. So, tell us your story. Yes. Oh, wow. So, uh, I don't think I've ever mentioned on this show before, but I am actually a dental college dropout. I studied two years of dentistry and then I dropped out because I wanted to do something in the arts. All right. Mm. But in 2011, there was a brief period where I had quit and my new classes were yet to begin. So that left me with a lot of free time. And I started watching two shows. I started watching Scrubs and I started watching House. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And this was me after dropping out. I was like, man, Scrubs is so cool. These guys are like so amazing. They have like they're like friends, but yeah. in hospital. Yeah, like I would do that. How do I do that? And then right after that, I would watch House. I'm like, I had the chance to be that brilliant, but I think I just gave it up. <laughs> so there was this brief period where I was like, should I ask Dad to tell me to have, take my admission again or not? You know. But then I used to just pacify myself. But I'm like, you know what? No, these are fictional shows, and someone has written this. So oh, wow. maybe the arts is where I should go. Oh, so, oh, oh, so I, can, yeah. I can write lines like these for other people. Exactly. <laughs> for which I'll have to research medicine again. So that wasn't very pretty. Doctor shows yeah. actually are by far the worst offenders because they are. Grey's Anatomy. I mean, come on. How much time do they spend in this hospital just having sex with each other? It makes no sense. All the time. Every yeah. everyone's in relationships with everyone else. Yeah, because they're. So emotionally wound up because they spend like twenty four hours in the ER. Yeah. People are obviously dying all the time. Yeah. When do they work out? Their bodies look amazing all the time. Yeah, they you know, always look awesome. If you knew you were going to be naked so much in the hospital, would you not have make time to work out? How do you do that? I wish people could actually see. There, I went to a hospital when I was in Tirula just to like mm. general checkup for my grandma, and it was the medical mission in Tirula. Definitely doesn't look anything like. <laughs> Crazy Anatomy Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> Malu nurses dude yeah. Just you show me yeah. The life of Malu nurses Because yeah. that'll like tra- Like that will travel All across the world That's what I want to see A TV yeah. show about I'd Malu li- I'd like to go Up to Malu nurse And I'm like Tell me about your sex life How much sex do you have <laughs> yeah. In the hospital Yeah, yeah. Tell me point out and Who all you slept with Get out In yeah, this hospital exactly. itself <laughs> yeah, Crazy Anatomy is really bad uh, Actually almost all of Shonda Rhyme shows Um If you look at um, Scandal, yeah. Oh, I really like Scandal. <laughs> I mean, come Scandal, on, the Scandal. worst, worst portrayal uh, of politics it. ever. I enjoy it. So Even much. How to Get Away with Murder, they are lawyers, you know. Yeah. They are just committing murders all the time. I'm like, just get to your job. I haven't seen, but I've seen Scandal and I really enjoy Even it. Even lawyers with yeah. suits and uh, Boston Legal, 
I mean, lawyering is pretty much all paperwork, guys. Nobody's wearing those suits and going to court. I, to high court in Bandra, come on. Genuinely, no lawyers, and literally all they do is just documents and contracts <laughs> exactly. and like really, really boring stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely boring stuff, and it's fascinating sometimes when you have an interesting, not just case, but you know, like for example, right now this whole right to privacy thing. Like that's yeah. really fascinating yeah. to understand, like your own rights as and what your country is portraying as your fundamental yeah. rights. So that's interesting. Yeah. But paperwork, yeah. they don't, and they don't all look like they've just come out of suits. <laughs> yeah. But your boss looks hot, you look hot. No way, <laughs> no way. Yeah. My my lawyer show reference has always been The Good Wife. Okay, mm. that's the one I've seen a lot. Oh, I do like and The Good Wife. And The Good Wife is a really good show. But then they're like, so she reaches office at like ten, and then as soon as she enters, they're like, there's a meeting at eleven for this particular case. They sit on the meeting, then they go to the courthouse, they argue the court, they come out. It's still daytime. I'm like, <laughs> how long? How long is your day? Everybody seems to be getting a lot of hours out of the day. So because I've been watching Thirty Rock, where she's a writer of yeah. a comedy show. All comedy writers. I mean, I'm. That was like a big show for everybody because we're right. like oh, they get us creative people. <laughs> <laughs> they they have they obviously spend so much time in the office. I get it. Life sucks for them, and that's the idea they're showing. But they still have too many hours in the day. Yeah. They're just not sitting mm. around in office and hating things. Things are happening all the time. <laughs> It's like if I just took a phone and made a wine show in my job, will that be fun? No. A wine show. A wine. A b- uh, wine constantly writer. Snapchatting office. Right. Yeah. Does that many thing happen? No, it doesn't. So you know what? I gotta talk about the fact that, like, for me, you're talking about your ambitions yeah, as, yeah, uh, yeah. as. So my, I really, you know, this whole actually being an RJ wasn't like an ambition of mine. The 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 where it all sparked from this whole thing of like being able to mm. host and present. MTV. I was an MTV generation, right? right? And I always, I loved what the VJs did. Like one of my favorites was not Maria Goretti. Who was the girl who used to take all people's letters? Shaina Strajewala. Yes, I used MTV to. Most wanted. Yes. <laughs> That's like an so, Shaina is like an encyclopedia. She is. <laughs> Just give me crash a course, baby. Crash course. Exactly. <laughs> Spat all over a mic. Sorry. But so basically, for me, I really loved her show, and mm. she actually read out one of my letters. And I wanted to do that. I actually wanted her, like, I wanted to be that person that like read out people's letters, and they wrote letters to me, and I talked yeah. about music and stuff. Like that Did was. Did you feel like Vidya Balan in Munna Bhai? You know where she's the oh, RJ. Have you no. seen that movie? What? I've not seen that uh, movie. Of course you haven't. <laughs> so then, uh, so after being that MTV generation, right? Of like you know, mm. of having someone who read out your letters yeah. and played their songs. Like I, that's what I wanted to do, mm. and. Then radio sort of happened mixed. It was Frasier. Mm. Frasier, mm. I was like, I wanted to solve oh, people's yeah. problems. Oh, yeah. I wanted to solve their problems. I wasn't a psychiatrist, but yeah. I wanted to be like something like a counsel yeah. for people. So can besides I, playing your songs, I can help you with your problems. Can too. I recommend a show within this for, to you that you Absolutely. should watch? Sure, yes. Amazon Prime has a show with uh, Tig Notaro called One Mississippi, where she plays mm. an RJ, where she talks about her personal life stories mixed with a playlist that suits that story. Oh, nice. Mm. Oh, It's really nice. You should watch it. Oh, I've already got a re- recommendation within the recommendation show, <laughs> guys. This is just crazy. <laughs> But then in your yeah, case, in your case, you got yeah. to do that. You got to. I kind did. Of, yes. Yeah, I mean, technically, when I want to mention, it's never true. Yeah. Hey, but Fraser's not. In some cases, not, it yeah. is, I guess. But Fraser's yeah. not actually that untrue as a job. Sure. It's pretty much what sure. like a radio station looks yeah. like. Though I gotta say, the whole like the presenting and the producing. You know, mm. he has a producer, right? Yeah. Mm. Who basically takes the phone yeah. calls and sends it. Mm. That is very American radio. Mm. Doesn't it is, that that does not happen in India. Yeah. You basically yeah. handle everything yourself because yeah, you know how. Well, why do we pay two people? In, in yeah, America. that's exactly. <laughs> 
exactly. you're kidding but it's true <laughs> in american shows all a producer does is give the sign to wrap up yeah. like wrap up wrap up wrap up <laughs> <laughs> and in reality because this is producer sitting on this table you all know that when we give the sign to wrap up nobody wraps up <laughs> they just keep going on and on and on did anybody watch californication and think that's a writer do you no, ever think, think that way No I think novelists again that's one of other the other professions where novelists are always handsome and hot and they have amazing they have a great social life yeah, yeah, yeah. and they are sexy and, and their books are always like best sellers yeah have book best seller list they're like social elite i'm like which which author do you know is social elite right now exactly it's 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 one of those professions again and also chefs i think chefs, chefs are always portrayed, are, portrayed. again sexy and yeah. really cool yeah you cannot be that sexy if you spend that much time on your feet next to fire <laughs> like no they're bruised all the time i know chefs and they're literally bruised all the time so when i you know i brought banana to some kerala right i show you like This is not even a chef. This is a dude that makes banana chips. It's just like he's surrounded by like a flame, hot coconut oil, and all he's doing is slicing bananas all day in a lungi and a bundi. Yeah. Like it's literally that. Yeah. That is not a glamorous yeah, life. Yeah. Even like bakers, bakers and TV shows are always like these manic pixie girls with like fringe and like your I make cupcakes. No, they don't look like that. Have you seen them? They're dealing with t- tons of flour and shit. It's not sexy. Yeah. I think the problem is that people try to sexify all jobs. They I think do. They do. Yeah. And, and it makes them more attractive. It's yeah. like you look hot as a lawyer. You look hot <laughs> as a nurse. You look also, hot as a chef. Also righteousness like cops mm. are always very righteous yeah, in yeah, cop yeah. shows like Or corrupt. Or corrupt. Yeah, there's corrupt. no there's no gray area. <laughs> there's no it? like this is so much paperwork guys. Yeah. I can't run anymore. I'm not getting paid on time. That's why. Yeah. No like are visarjan hai. Aaj pura din khade rehna padega road pe. No reality at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think cops actually have it the worst. They do, like in portrayal wise, because they all look mostly good, or they're mm. either shown as super corrupt people, mm. or super like. And righteous. also, they solve all crimes. <laughs> all crimes get solved. Everything, <laughs> everything gets solved. Everything, like it's not. Yeah. And if they don't, it comes back to them, and they're like, "This is the one that got away. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, solve yeah. it this time." Yeah, yeah. They always have that one. That comes back after yeah, years. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, they still on the side and at home they have a pin board. <laughs> oh yeah, the <laughs> pin board. Every profession has that. Like yeah, they all the, <laughs> this happened to this. Like, the connection pin board all yeah. the time. Yeah, even actually, I think politicians probably have it worse. Oh yeah. I mean, not that Indian politicians care about the portrayal that they are having in. in I love how the Chennai is like lawyers worst, police worst, <laughs> politicians all worst, bad. basically all, all bad. bad. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, politicians as well. Politicians are just the worst people. Like murder. I mean, I guess it's not that far from the. It's not actually that untrue. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's what either they are. They are really bad people, or they are clueless. Like mm. it's one of the two. It's like pretty we, much sounds yeah. exactly. Like we, yeah. yeah. Or winner, get it, guys. Yeah. yeah. Call Boom. Back. Call back. <laughs> So Sorry. I have a question to ask of you, May. Is it because you have spoken to so many musicians? Do you think the portrayal of musicians in TV shows is accurate? Um I think being broken struggling maybe. <laughs> yeah, most musicians in television are shown to be creative tantrum throwing but broke. I Which drug I guess addicts. is kind of true. It's kind drugs. Of, yeah. The drug life. The dr- can I tell you? The the drug life I 
varying levels of it because I know very like palm you know like, <laughs> can't afford drugs yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not saying that it's impossible that it's yeah. there because it's different like if you look at the likes of I mean artists that are you know in the international mm. like billboard charts yeah. it's very different yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually this is so weird I saw a really fascinating interview with Nick Carter mm. and he went through and Nick Carter is a child star yeah. went through everything went through drugs went through all of that and came out of it and went out and you know having to put you know having to put yourself back out in the open mm. like you it was a beautiful interview and he was extremely candid and very honest yeah. and I can give you one example of that in India where on my show made in India subtle <laughs> plug uh, Siddharth Basrur who yeah. also yeah. got yeah, yeah, into yeah, yeah. drugs and but went I, into rehab and now is ext- doing really well for himself he's on his honeymoon in yeah. Europe right now and so it nothing it doesn't happen it does happen but the struggle all true yeah, it is definitely. a struggle I think there's a show that Cameron Crowe made um, last year I think called Roadies yeah. which is basically a Roadies crew that is organizing this big tour like a yeah. world tour yeah. with mm-hmm. this big musician not like a broke kind of musician yeah, like yeah, they yeah. sell out stadiums mm. while the show wasn't very good uh, I did feel like uh, the production elements felt very real. Huh? Like right. they yeah. spend all the time there. They are fixing mics from morning and then they at the end of the day, they're just tired and they want to drink. Mm. And now you have to hang out with each other only. Yeah. Whether you like each other or not. They're on the tour bus all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. That felt kind of realistic. So I was like, mm, okay. I think the menial jobs usually are pretty realistic. Maybe, yeah, that's You know, true. it's a, the protagonist jobs are always the worst. You know what? There is... Um a recommendation that you have uh, like harping back to one of your recommendations Shar Shar uh, there's one about that department store Superstore Superstore yeah. and I think that Superstore is pretty realistic that I can, I can if they're boring menial yeah. jobs they're mostly realistic That's because a, they're like everybody yeah. gets this even the office for that mm, matter then is like the boring mundane extremely lives extremely boring nice. yeah that mm. makes sense that's a weird thing no? like they're yeah. like these are jobs that regular people who do. watch this show do so we'll be realist about this yeah. so lawyers are not watching yeah. suits it's fine yeah. because they don't Definitely. have the time to yeah. watch it yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean court winning things <laughs> I wonder if anybody has ever looked at a show and said I want to do this and actually done it. Like I want to be this person. I just Ex- said. Yeah, but that's not that's not <laughs> wow. a teaching show. Oh, it was it's she actually fiction. has that job. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, that actually was, has that job. Yeah, exactly. It was very much. I mean, I was only looking at because I was inspired by what you said about being a, a job, being a dentist <laughs> and doctor. And I suddenly I was wondering like, where did that actually that that yeah. drive come from? And it literally was. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm sure even if someone did there must be some level of compromise they would have made with it it's never going to be as cool as it is yeah. it but that's why like, when I mentioned Frasier that's literally how it is right. you come in you host your show and you go out mm. and that's it mm. and yeah and everything was literally like you that is not untrue like yeah. how he does his show he's yeah. in a studio all the time and you're just being mm. And that's where I had this whole thing of like, I want to help people, but not be a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just right. an RJ's and all. All right. So basically, the moral of the story is the jobs are hard. And we watch and mundane. TV. <laughs> mundane. And we hope someday someone makes a, a movie about, or TV show about podcast producers and presenters. There is one so coming up. There is? Yeah, yeah. It's called Startup. With yep. Zach Braff, Scrubs, right. Scrubs, Scrubs. Maybe we should we should watch that and uh, review it on our and show. And feel how and, like and this is nothing like the job <laughs> I do at all. No, but it's based on this on the Gimlet show startup. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. So I'm pretty sure mm. it'll be realistic enough. Are the producers sexy and hot? <laughs> well, Zach Braff I, so is. far I've only heard it on the radio, so I don't know. <laughs> no, so I was like, do exactly. they look like me? Yeah. <laughs> do they look like Malu nurses? <laughs> what? <laughs> Enough uh, about my fantasies, mate. Uh, 
So that was our episode of IVM Likes. Uh, I hope you had fun. If you want to tell us what you feel about uh, our show or if you have certain professions that you have seen on TV shows and wanted to pursue it and did pursue it, tell us. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram as IVM Podcasts. Uh, individually, we are on Twitter as well. I am uh, at Abbas Momin and Sharanya is... At Sharanya underscore S. I'm on Twitter at Maybe Maybe. That's M-A-E-B-E, M-A-E-B-E. All right. So that was our show. We'll see you all next week. Bye, mate. Bye.